Be Your Best You, the Passionate to Purpose podcast with David Delaney. Today we talk about one of my favorite subjects, habits and the psychology behind them. You are the sum of your habits. Today is all about looking at the good habits that we have and how we can take using our bad habits, if, if of course we're all perfect, but taking our, our bad habits, uh, looking at the things that are good, so the energies that are associated, the embodiment of the good things about the bad habit, and gradually mapping those across into good habits. You are the sum of your habits. On the, ha- on the subject of habits, I'm running a masterclass on the 27th of January, um, so a couple of weeks' time, on habits and how we can look at our habits and how we can implement what we talk about in this podcast. So it's the 27th of January, 6.30 p.m. in the evening uh, GMT. So those of you in, in around the world, um, you know, you're more than welcome to join us. It's a Zoom masterclass, about an hour, an hour and a half. Um, so you get to share the space with some like-minded people as well. So to register for that, it's completely free. So register www.beyourbestyou.ie forward slash events or drop us a message on any of the socials. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good morning and welcome to this episode of Be Your Best You, the Passion into Purpose podcast. This morning I'm going to talk again about habits. Um, it's a slightly different perspective, uh, some of the habits that we have. Chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. Warren Buffett said that. Um, we are, we're the sum of our habits. So when you allow bad habits to take over, they will dramatically impede your chance and your path to success. So they, they creep up on you slowly. You don't even notice the damage that they're causing. So what kind of bad habits are we, are we looking at? Uh, we'll run through them in a, in a few minutes. So when we talk about breaking habits, breaking bad habits requires a lot of self-control and it's worth the effort. Um, Angela Duckworth wrote a book called Grit um, and they, she also conducted some studies where they measured in, she, was a, she is um, involved in universities in the US and she measured college students' IQ scores when they entered the university and then four years later they looked at the um, the, the points of the grades that they got after four years and what she found in the study that she did is that self-control was twice as important um, as IQ in earning the high grades and the high scores. So the self-control t- that you require or is required to develop good habits and stop bad ones, it also serves as a foundation for the strong work ethic and high productivity that you see in people. Self-control, it's all about self-control but that's like a muscle. If you think about your self-control like a muscle that you need to build it up to exercise, to, to, to build it up, you need to exercise it. You need to, to work with it. You need to, to practice. So practicing, practice flexing your self-control muscle by breaking some of these bad habits that I'm going to talk about now. Using your phone, your tablet or computer in bed. This is a big one that people don't actually realize. It, it actually harms your sleep and in turn your productivity. It's about the blue light. It's a short wavelength blue light that plays the role in your mood, your energy level, and your sleep quality. So <clears throat> just on blue light, in, in the mornings, sunlight contains high concentrations of this blue light. So when your eyes are exposed to it directly, the blue light, it halts the production of melatonin, which is a sleep-inducing hormone, and it makes you feel more alert. 
So in the afternoon, the sun's rays lose their blue light, which allows your body to produce melatonin and starts to make you feel sleepy. So it starts the, the sleep process early on. So by the evening, your brain doesn't actually expect any blue light exposure. So by the time the planet has turned uh, against the sun uh, away from the sun, it, your brain is not, you know, your brain is very sensitive to blue light and it's not expecting it naturally. However, most of our favorite devices in the evenings, laptops, tablets, mobile phones, all emit short wavelength blue light brightly and rightly into your face. So what is this doing? It's impairing melatonin production and it interferes with your ability to fall asleep as well as the quality of sleep when you do actually nod off. So you know that a bad night's sleep has disastrous effects. So the best thing you can do is avoid these devices, avoid blue light after dinner. Television's okay as long as you sit, you know, far away enough from it. But watching Netflix in bed on a, on a screen, on a small screen, is interfering with your sleep. Impulsively surfing the web. So it takes, they reckon it takes about 15 minutes, consecutive minutes, of focus before you fully engage in any task that you do it. And once you do that, you fall into flow. And flow is, is, is a state of productivity that, you know, it, it allows you to, to work and to concentrate and to be productive. So people in a flow state are five times more productive than they otherwise would be. So when you click out of your work mode or your workflow because you have an itch to check your Facebook or you got a notification or whatever it is, it pulls you out of flow. So that means you have to go through another 15 minutes of continuous focus to enter the work flow or the flow state again. So if you click in and out of things enough times or get distracted enough times, you can actually go an entire day without experiencing flow. And over a long period of time, that can have a negative impact on the work that you do. Because if you're not in a flow state, at least once a day or at least twice a day, um, you're, you're not going to get deep work done. You're not going to get what you actually say. You, you know, the quality will, will, will be affected. Checking your phone during a conversation. Nothing turns, I just, personally, nothing turns me off like mid-conversation and someone picks their phone out of their pocket to have a look at it. So when you commit to a conversation, focus all your energy on that conversation. You'll find that conversations are more enjoyable and effective when you're, you know, when you're fully immersed, when you're fully engaged and when you're fully in the, the, the zone of the conversation. Uh, multiple notifications are another productivity nightmare. Hopping on your phone and your email every time they ping for your attention, it causes your productivity to go, it plummets way, way down. Getting, getting notified every time a message drops onto your phone or email, it, it might feel productive, you might feel busy, you might feel, oh, it's, it's, you know, this is my flow, this is my flow. It's not. Instead of working at the whim of your notifications, um, put all of, you know, put, put them into designated times you know, check email. Nobody says that we have to have our email open all day and checking it and responding immediately. Think back 20 years, think back 10, whatever amount of years. Um, the post came maybe once a day if it came and you opened it and you addressed it. Email should be the same. It should be addressed when it drops in, as in it drops in, you choose a time to, to address it and then, you know, that's it for the end of it. Close it, turn off, the matter is dealt with. Um, it's a, it's a proven productive way to work when you actually batch tasks like that and check your email once, maybe twice a day. The next thing I want to talk about is saying yes when you should say no. The, 
the more difficulty that you have saying no, the more likely you are to experience stress, burnout, and sometimes even depression. And all of these things, even they erode, they erode self-control. So saying no, while it's a challenge in itself for, for many, many people, it's a powerful word that you shouldn't be afraid to use. So when it's time to say no, emotionally intelligent people, they avoid phrases like, I don't think I can, or I'm not sure, or I'm not certain. Actually saying no honours your existing commitments and things you have to do, and it gives you the opportunity to protect them and to, you know, to be successful in the, the guarantee that you've made to yourself to fulfil whatever they are. So just, just remind yourself that saying no is an act of self-control now that will increase your future self-control by preventing the negative effects of over-commitment. The other thing, a, a bad habit that people have uh, thinking about toxic people, there are always going to be toxic people who have just a way of getting under your skin and staying there. And each time you find yourself thinking about that person, it could be a co-worker, a friend or whoever, whoever makes your blood boil, think, this, this is a good practice, right? So every time you think of that person or those people, practice being grateful for someone in your life instead. So say, thank you, negative thought, but I'm going to be grateful right now. So use that as a trigger to be grateful for someone else in your life. Because there's plenty of people out there who deserve your attention. And the last thing you want to do is think about the people who don't matter when there are lots of people that do. That kind of leads into gossiping because those negative people tend to be gossips. And gossipers derive pleasure from other people's misfortunes. We all know these people, the, the negative Nellies, the, oh, did you hear about that? And did you see that? Blah, blah, blah. It, it might be fun, okay, um, to, to look into someone else's, or to peer into someone else's misfortune, right? It, it gets tiring over time. And it actually, it doesn't feel good. Fundamentally, we are not supposed to be doing it. And it, it's like, you know, we know fundamentally things we're not supposed to be doing, like being on a diet and going to McDonald's. Okay, it feels good for a second, but fundamentally we know what's wrong. Gossiping is kind of the same, and talking to other people negatively is the same. And it, over time, it, it actually hurts. It, it, well, instantly it hurts other people, but over time it, it has a compound effect, and it's not good, and it's not good for the person doing it. So there's far too many positives out there. There's too much to learn from interesting people to waste your time talking about other people's misfortune. And that brings to mind um, Eleanor Roosevelt. Great minds discuss ideas, average ones discuss events, and small minds discuss people. Don't compare yourself to other people. When your sense of pleasure and satisfaction is derived from comparing yourself to others, you, you aren't, you're no longer the master of your own happiness. When you feel good about something that you've done, don't allow anyone's opinions or accomplishments to take that away from you. Now, it is impossible to turn off your, your reactions to what others think of you. You don't have to compare yourself to others. You can always take other people's opinions with a grain of salt. So by doing that, no matter what other people are thinking or doing, your self-worth is coming from within. So regardless of what people think of you at any particular moment, with this mindset, one thing is certain, you're never as good or as bad as they say that you are. So to practice, bring, bring this all together. So to practice, by practicing self-control to break these bad habits, what you're doing is you're strengthening that self-control mu muscle. 
and you're abolishing nasty habits that have the power to bring things to grinding halts. So with that in mind, um, again, it's just a, a brain fart of, of things around habits. So if you have any habits that you think are, you know, if, if you want to talk about it, or you want to share or something that you have a bad habit that maybe other people uh, can help you with, give me a shout. Just um, hit reply to this and you can leave a message. Check us out on Facebook, Be Your Best You. Check us out on WhatsApp. Uh, WhatsApp, you can WhatsApp 083-895-3979. Um, or just Google Be Your Best You and the various other channels will come up. So until next until next time, peace, love and bubble wrap if you need it. So don't forget our masterclass on habits on January 27th and you can register for that on www.beyourbestyou.ie forward slash habits and if you have any questions, as always, just drop me a line on any of the socials or by reaching out on email through the website as well. Have a good day and a good weekend. And that's it for another week. Thanks for joining us this morning and do join us next time on Be Your Best You. Have a good week.